Welcome to the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast. My name is Natalie Nidham. I'm a nutritionist, a human potential, and epigenetic coach, and I created this podcast to bring you the latest ways to take control of your health and longevity. We cover it all, from new technology to ancestral health practices, personalized interventions, and a very special interest of mine, peptides. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We've got a great episode for you today. But before we start, as is my rule, I need to thank you. I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for your attention. And also to ask you for a couple of favors. One, if you get value from the episode, please make sure to share it out with your friends, family, and networks. Two, if you're loving the episode or loving the podcast in general, please make sure that you leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to it on, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, wherever, please make sure to leave us a review. And number three, this is more of a heads up for you. If you've been sitting on the fence about joining my private membership community called the BSP community, you are going to want to think about maybe joining now. Why? Because Feb 1st, prices are going up. It's my first price increase in a year and a half of existence. And um, it's kind of time. But the good news is if you join now at the current price, you will be grandfathered at that price and be protected from future price increases for as long as you remain a member. Now, if you're thinking of becoming a member, think about becoming an annual member right out of the gate, because that way you will get access to my peptide crash course. And of course, all the other membership benefits, which are uh, live Q&As with me, live Q&As with experts, lots of, lots of really cool end of one experiments where you get special pricing on products, special opportunities, lots of fun stuff in there. We have a lot of fun. So check it out, the BSP community, go to natnidham.com and check out the tab at the top. All right. Now, let's talk about cardio. Let's talk about spending hours upon hours about cardio. Do you actually have time to do that? I know that I don't. And how tired of you of spending hours on cardio with minimal results? So listen up, because I've got a game-changing fitness breakthrough for you. It's called the Carol Bike, and it is science-backed, time-saving solution trusted by experts for optimizing health and longevity. And it even gets used by elite athletes. But let's talk about us, the longevity crowd. With Carol's revolutionary reduced exertion HIIT workouts, we call them rehit for short, you can achieve double the health and fitness benefits compared to regular cardio, 90% less time. Studies show that by doing Carol's quick five-minute workout just three times a week, I'm old school, I do it in 10 minutes, but you can do it in five, you can improve your fitness by 12%, reduce the risk of type 2 diabetes by 62%, and even wind back your internal clock by up to 10 years. The science is clear on this. Carol Bike can be your ticket to a healthier, more vibrant life. And here's an exclusive offer for you, my audience. You can get $100 off your bike with code NAT. So don't wait. If you've got, if you are looking for the most efficient way to do your cardio workouts, check out carolbike.com and unlock your path to longevity today. Now, Let's talk a little bit about one of the biggest mistakes I see people making when working to optimize their health or to heal a specific health problem. And that is that they aren't necessarily focusing on optimizing and healing at a cellular level. So how do we do this? Well, we focus on phospholipids, a class of lipids that are a fundamental component of all cell membranes. In this episode of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast with guest Jessica Kane Berman, we dive into the importance of phospholipids for cellular function and for longevity. We address misconceptions about phospholipids and explain their foundational role in bio biohacking health and health optimization. We also dive into the often ignored impact of environmental toxins, such as mold on overall health, and how to heal on a cellular level. The importance of building resilience through diet and supplementation to combat the effects of toxins, to support a robust immune system, how the right balance of fatty acids and phospholipids can significantly improve skin conditions such as psoriasis, eczema, and acne, and we bring clarity to the confusion around dietary fats and oils, and which are ultimately best for cellular health. Overall, this episode offers guidance on supplementation as well as dietary ch changes necessary for enhancing cellular function and health overall. 
Jessica Kane Berman is the Chief Marketing Officer of BodyBio, one of my personal favorite supplement companies. BodyBio is a supplement company and they are a family-owned company. These guys have been around for generations that focuses on optimizing at the cellular level. They believe and always have believed that there is no way to heal the complex diseases of today without addressing the fats and oils of the membrane. The membrane carries the signals in our body and without a healthy membrane, that signaling either becomes faulty, it becomes impaired, or in a worst case scenario, it literally ceases to exist. If you want to check out their products, visit bodybio.com today and get 15% off your first order when you use code Natalie. Okay, before we get into the episode, one more thing. Did you know that over 75% of the population is magnesium deficient? And what most people don't know is that even if they're taking a magnesium supplement, they're still deficient because they're not getting all seven forms. Now, this is why I love Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers, and I continually use it. It is the ultimate way to give your body all seven forms in just one supplement. Unlike other magnesium supplements that might be giving you maybe one or two forms of magnesium. So what happens when you get all seven forms? Well, it can help to calm your mind as well as help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up feeling super refreshed. Don't miss out on the most relaxing sleep ever with Magnesium Breakthrough. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to bioptimizers.com forward slash bionat and use promo code bionat during checkout to save 10%. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that all of the information presented in this podcast is for information purposes only. No medical advice, no diagnosing, no treatments suggested here. Before you try anything that you hear about or learn about here, make sure that you check with your medical provider. Jessica Kane Berman, welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's been, this has been, I think I've been trying to get this podcast together since last June. So I'm super excited to be sitting with you here in January of 2024. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And for your patience. The, you know what? It's been, it's been a, it's always good. You know, things happen when they need to happen. And so this is exactly when it needed to happen. So I am, um, and the reason why I was so desperate to get you on the podcast and to, and to have this conversation is because no matter where I turn, people are talking about um, phosphatidyl, um, phospholipids and phosphatidylcholine in particular. And, and anytime you bring up the topic, people are like, oh, you need to talk to body bio. Oh, you need to try the supplement. Oh, you need to, it's all about body bio. And I just, you know, before I get too geeky on this and, you know, we both have that capacity, I know that one of the the big things that, that I'd like to start with is what are phospholipids and why are they so important? I mean, what what's the big deal and can people just be getting them through food or, you know, there's, there's a big, like your, the, the phospholipid world is a very interesting, it's a very interesting space because it's so fundamental to our health and it's so off the radar for so many people. It is. And I think it's, it's almost in a way it's too esoteric for some people to fully grasp. You don't often think of your cell membrane. We think of your cell membrane every day. Um, but it's it's something that is so minute that you don't think it can have that big of an impact mm-hmm. um, unless you really you know dove deep into the work of somebody like Bruce Lipton and understanding the the importance of the role of the cell membrane and the cell membrane is what carries out all the functions of the cell. Your DNA is a blueprint. It's yeah. literally an architectural drawing. It doesn't mm-hmm. actually perform any actions and the membrane of your organelles, including your mitochondria and your cells is critically important. The majority of that cell membrane, cell membrane is made of cholesterol and proteins, but the major phospholipid in the cell membrane, the cell membrane is made of a lipid bilayer and there's hydrophobic tail, hydrophilic. So you've got this, this kind of dual circle, if you will, this wall encasing yeah. yourself. Your like organism. a double wall. Yeah. It's a double wall. And the majority of the outer leaflet is phosphatidylcholine, which is the more popular one that you'll hear about. Even more popular than that, I don't know why actually, is phosphatidylserine, especially yeah. biohackers. 
um, because of its role that it plays in assisting memory and helping memory. It's actually a smaller ancillary phospholipid on that inner layer and not as crucial to cell functioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so it will help with memory and retention short term, but long term, you really want a balanced phospholipid complex that's going to play all of those together. And, and that beautiful kind of game they play within the inner and outer leaflet is critically important. And so when you hear, you often hear people refer to this, and there's a lot of confusion about phospholipids, phosphatidylcholine. There's even confusion in the research, because if you're just studying phosphatidylcholine and not a full phospholipid complex or looking at lipid replacement therapy, it's nothing's cohesive there. Mm-hmm. And so you really have to like sort through and look at a lot of different components, um, even when you're looking to substantiate any of the things, the roles that phosphatidylcholine plays within the cell. Right. And and so one of the ways that I refer to the cell membrane, and this is something that I was taught in school, is that it is the brain of the cell in many mm-hmm. ways. And people 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 think the nucleus is super important because, as you said, the DNA lives there. But the DNA is just kind of like a set of instructions that needs something to tell it what to do or when to do what to do. And so it's um, so that cell membrane is where either a chemical, like a receptor is going to receive some kind of a message that's then going to start a cascade that's going to get delivered into the cell, or it's also going to let things in that need to be let in, and it's going to allow for the removal of waste products. And so I think that even if you're not, you know, kind of like deep into the science like us, you can, you can, it's, it's not that hard for people to understand that that cell, which is what's driving all of the processes in your body, including making energy, sending the signals of what to do, when to do and how to do it. If that, that if that cell membrane doesn't function properly, then things are going to start to go sideways. Yeah. We talk about all these mitochondrial things, And we talk about how important it is to boost mitochondrial function. But if you have a leaky cell membrane and you have issues within your cell membrane and your mitochondrial membrane, none of it matters unless you actually normalize and stabilize that cell membrane and have that balance, all of those functions aren't going to work. And so it's, it's, I've always said, like, whenever I talk to biohackers, I'm like, yeah, but what about phospholipids or what about PC? And I get so excited about it because it's true. It's like, it's been such a medical thing and it's um, it's been reserved for kind of research or drugs or uh, drug delivery systems, liposomal delivery systems for drugs. Um, and so we haven't really talked about it in terms of it being a true biohacking tool and, mm-hmm. and tool for longevity in general. Yeah, no, for sure. And it, and the, you know, I'm not sure how you feel about this concept, but that is that the body will use whatever fat it, like it needs fat molecules for that cell membranes. And in the absence of what it needs, it will use what it gets. Yeah. Which is part of how we get into so much trouble, right? When we're, Absolutely. when we're consuming a lot of damaged fats or too many omega-6 fatty acids or we're eating the wrong fat, like you know, whatever that is. Um, once those start to get incorporated into the cell membrane, you no longer have this this kind of beautiful symphony of things coming in and moving out, but you have a um, something that needs to be flexible, yes, to stiffen and no longer start. So, so you know, one of the analogies I use is based on this old show called MacGyver, which was this guy. You know, he was this kind of, it was a, from a, a TV show. And if he was in a nuclear reactor that was melting down, you gave him a piece of chewing gum, a paperclip and a pen, and he'd figure out how to fix it for now. Right. Yeah. Um, and your body's a bit like that. Like it'll, it'll figure out a way to patch things up and get by. But what that's not going to give you is longevity and optimal results and, and performance and that's on the one side and on the other side in illness you're just not going to be able to overcome certain stressors no and and this is where I, body bio was founded by my grandparents in the 90s and this is where their research led them they initially started the company uh, doing blood testing results and so it would look at people's 
uh, red blood cell fatty acid analysis, looking at those very long chain fats and the buildup of these renegade fats that occurs when we do not consume these healthy things and we consume rancid and oxidized oils. And they, they lectured other physicians on this topic and from there built the products out of the need. There was no companies. My grandfather started this at the same time that, you know, the guy started Thorn and Metagenics and all these Zymogen and all the, the kind of OGs of the practitioner world. And there was nobody creating these healthy fats. Now they went very niche, whereas the other companies went very big. Mm-hmm. And we've stuck to that niche and we maintain that story now as a third generation family business. But it's that's what makes us so unique in this space. And that's what makes our complex so unique as well. But it really is this idea that, you know, disease occurs in, in cells and toxins attach to our, our nuclear and mitochondrial DNA and they alter the expression of our cells. And by using phospholipids and essential fatty acids that are pure, unadulterated, the right type of omega-6 and omega-3, which our cells do need, Mm -hmm. uh, you have the ability to actually normalize the structure of the cell membrane and detoxify these toxins using specific products, specific uh, chemical chaperones like butyrate and tudka. But that's that's the basis of where BodyBio came from. And Mm -hmm. so our flagship has always been this very unique formula, a proprietary formula that my grandfather developed and figured out how to isolate all those individual phospholipids. So you have the phosphatylcholine as the majority, but you also have the serine, the inositol, the ethanolamine, and the phosphatidic acid within the complex. Mm-hmm. And that's really what makes it stand out. So when you hear people, when you start talking about cellular health, or you talk about cell membrane health, and the role that that plays within health, the reason everybody goes to body bio is because our, our product body bio PC is so unique. Well, and it's foundational, right? If you can get the cell, like, like, as you said, and, and it's, we're not talking about, Oh, this is a product that's going to help you to detox what this is. And because, you know, this whole area of detoxification is such a flashpoint for people, but the fact of the matter is that it, what it does is it enables your body's natural detoxification systems to function. And exactly. That's a really important um, distinction to make. Yeah. We talk so much about nourishing. This is not about removing. This is not about binding. This Mm -hmm. is about cellular detoxification that nourishes our body with these healthy oils, because we really shouldn't call them fats, but healthy oils that have the ability to kind of normalize that membrane structure. And so has the need for these products essentially gone up as the, as basically what we're putting, it's, it's because of what we're putting into our body that all of a sudden, because if you think about it, if you go back in time, 200 years and people were getting their fats from, or oils from egg yolks and animal fats and, you know, not, there were no real seed oils. Like if you go back far enough, there were no seed oils. There wasn't maybe there was a little less propensity to deep fry stuff. And if you did, maybe it was in tallow. You know, this is this is one of these products that is really, or one of these, I don't want to call it a product, but this is one of these components of health that we've created a need for because of where we've gone as a society. I think so. I, I think it was actually on, on your podcast, the episode with Bruce Hoffman, that he talked about this. Yeah. It, it's, it's almost like a Darwinian theory that we've developed all of these technologies and all of these chemicals and all of these toxins, but our bodies have not caught up with the development of those things. And so you have higher rates than ever of disease, of cancers, of dementia, of, you know, so many neurodegenerative diseases, autism. Mm -hmm. And so of course our diets have changed drastically. Our food source has changed drastically, but our exposure to environmental toxins is undeniable. And so there's more need for this because where do those toxins sit? Where, where do they kind of rip apart? And that is within ourselves. And so I, I'm dealing with this personally. So it's it's a really interesting kind of time for me because in, like on the surface, I feel great. My husband felt fine. My kids had some issues within our house, maybe like a little, you know, a couple bouts of croup, 
my son all of a sudden developed some eczema behind his knee. And I thought to myself, let's get some testing done. Like, let's just see. We, we do this type of testing on a yearly basis anyway. So my husband does a, a urine mycotoxin test, comes up positive. So then we brought in a team to look for mold in our home. We had it in our HVAC and our crawl space in our children's uh, closet from a leak in the roof. And this is a fully renovated home. Yeah. And so I got very familiar with mold toxicity, but the interesting thing is I felt fine. We all felt fine. None of us have SIRS. We're very fortunate to be in a, in a baseline of health that is very high because we take care of ourselves so well. But what I've learned along the process of uh, working with a, a doctor that works very closely with my grandparents for many years is that these, these molds attach themselves in these DNA adducts and, and our levels of heavy metals were higher because of the mold. Our mold levels were extremely high, but in looking at all the environmental toxins that we're exposed to, my husband had all these, these chemicals from uh, painting a rental property we have. He had chemicals from uh, working on a car. I had lino, what was it? It's called like linoline, which is a chemical that was banned 20 years ago that used to be in dry cleaning material. But all of these things are stuck here and they're not going anywhere. And, And so it's quite interesting that you can feel great. You can present as really healthy. You can be taking all of the, the polyphenols and the things to boost your mitochondrial health, but there are still toxins out there that are affecting you. And and I mean, you would look at us like you, how much phospholipids do you take? I take a ton, but these things are still getting in. And so, you know, we're upping our dose we're doing a, a whole therapeutic approach to it, but it's um, it's pretty astounding just how toxic our world is. I see this as a mother because of just how many times a week I'm contacted. So-and-so's child was just diagnosed with autism. What can they do? Mm. So-and-so has a speech delay. What can they do? Um, I'm obviously very passionate about, about preconception health because it's just so critical at this stage. And a lot of it comes down to these environmental toxins and taking care of your body before conception of the fetus. So it's, um, it's, a, it's an interesting time. I think it's a really interesting time for this. And it's become so popular, I feel, because of this, because you have people who either are in the sick state already or people who want to prevent that and are being very proactive. Yeah. And I, you know, and what you're saying is you can feel, and this is, and we were talking about this offline before the podcast a little bit, you know, you can be feeling just fine. And this is not to freak people out, but you know, what we, one of the things that we should understand fairly well is that disease doesn't happen overnight. We don't, we don't become diabetic overnight. We don't develop cancer overnight. We don't develop neurodegenerative diseases. Like these are things that percolate and prepare and, and evolve for years. And in many cases, decades before they ever present, before they ever show up in a way that we can recognize them. And so, I think that it's and especially with something like a, like phospholipids, for example, it's in it's easy to just set them aside and just say, yeah. "Well, I don't need that. I'm fine." Right? And I think that that what's interesting about your case is you've had significant enough mold exposure that it's showing up on a test, but maybe because you're because of what you do and how you take care of your body you're asymptomatic, which is kind of a good news, bad news thing, right? It is. The good news is you get to go through your day. The bad news is that it left unattended, it would still continue to potentially drive consequences down the road. Oh, yeah. And so in you, you were talking before, and you mentioned it here, that you've got, there are mold, there's mold that's sitting on DNA adjuncts. So what does that mean exactly? And what's what's the effect of that? So the the toxin, specific toxin, there was a, a specific um, mercury and, and that is not able to be detoxified because of the mold uh, sitting within my DNA adduct in, and that toxin would, could lead if with, you know, further chemical exposures. And if I wasn't to do anything about my health could lead to early onset Parkinson's. That's the position that it was sitting in. And so knowing that I'm able to take action to prevent that. And, and 
this isn't, I, I don't want to be in that like fear mongery state. Everybody has to be no. on. Yeah. This is really to empower people to understand that the dietary choices that we make, the exposure to pesticides that we make, the choosing of the organic food, and then the nourishing of your body is so critically important because these things are going to come our way. And what PC does that's so unique is it gives you that resilience, that cellular resilience to help build your body so that you are not going to be dealing with this. Now, I have an extreme situation. We live on a barrier island. And so it's extremely humid. I'm a block from the ocean. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the places were built with small crawl spaces sitting on dirt. So you have that humidity and it's just, it's, it's, there's a reason so many people are lifting their homes and putting concrete underneath the house because it's just inevitable in some places like Texas and other, you know, Florida. Um, so there's additional precautions we can take, but I would say mold is, seems to be such a driver of neurodegeneration that it needs to be looked at much more in depth. And it's so prevalent, right? And people, and, and again, not to freak people out, but um you know, we it, it's obvious that a damp place is going to be very prone to mold. But yeah. I've been told that even you can get different types of mold in different environments. Like people who live in Arizona, there's particular mold that loves the dryness. And so, and and I and I think that what what's really what's important to understand is these things are around us. It of course it makes sense to be vigilant, and it makes sense to do a mycotoxin test maybe once a year just to see what might be building under the surface. But things like even like a really good air filter in your home can be helpful. Or, you know, those people pouring concrete in that call space is great, except that concrete can get moldy too, to a degree. So ventilation becomes a very important piece of the puzzle here and and dehumidification and and that kind of stuff. So not to go too deep down the environmental hole, but just, but I think a big piece of this conversation is about, look, these things are here, they're around, what can we do about it? What what are the action steps we can take? And, and, and I, you know, I'm very struck by the fact that you were able to function as well as you do even in the presence of something like this in your body. And that has to to be because of what you just said, which is resilience, right? You have enough resilience in your system that it's not going to take you down, right? At least not in the short term. This is spot on. This is exactly what my doctor said. I even tested positive for Lyme in the past. When we just looked at my blood work, they looked at me, they said, aren't you tired? Or do you feel fatigued? Your EBV numbers are through the roof. I said, no, I I feel good unless my baseline is just quite low and I'm pushing through, but I don't think I am. I don't drink multiple cups of coffee a day. I I feel healthy. I feel better than I've ever felt, to be honest. Um, but it's it's a um it's an interesting thing. And I think it really goes back to we take, you know, we're very careful about what we eat, we're very careful about what we take. Um, and we were always just playing that dance of, of cellular resilience and making sure we're getting in a lot of these nourishing bioactive lipids and phospholipids. And I, I do think that that's the reason why it didn't show up as something a lot worse. We're, we're yeah. lucky in that case. Cause mm-hmm. I, I mean, I hear every day stories that people yeah. are not. Well, and the stories are crazy right now. So in ter- in terms of, um, are there natural sources yeah. It's like, can we talk about a little bit about what are the foods that people should make sure that they're getting in? Um, you know, you're not necessarily going to be able to get that therapeutic dose to really raise the bar and offset the reality of life. But what are the foods that people could be eating that would just help them to shore up the reserves, if, as it were? And mostly eggs. Um, my grandfather ate like six raw eggs a day. Um, okay. He would mix it in with, with cooked cabbage. I mean, he had like the whole... He was such a, this is a man who was a, a biohacker in the 1980s. So yeah. he, he actually was an entrepreneur. He was a, he owned a steel factory You're in uh, the same area where we make body bio PC, different site. Um, but he owned a steel complex and he had heavy metal poisoning. He was diagnosed with chronic fatigue and he was just not willing to take that diagnosis and say, this is it. So even growing up, we heard about the importance of driving out to the the Amish and picking up your produce from these regenerative farms and getting your meat from these people. And and this was something that was was ingrained in our life from a very young age. 
Um, but he would, eggs are great. Eggs are also high in sphingomyelin. So you can't just get your PC from eggs because it also has a higher ratio of SM. And when you have that higher ratio, it can lead to cardiovascular issues if you're literally eating like 12 eggs a day. So SM is? Sphingomyelin. Sphingomyelin. So what is sphingomyelin? Sphingomyelin is just another, it's another part, it's another phospholipid that you don't want in as high ratios. When you're born, you have very high levels of PC and low levels of sphingomyelin. And as you age, it actually reverses. Okay. And so our ability to synthesize phosphatidylcholine and phospholipids from foods decreases actually as we age. Hmm. And so it becomes more important to take it actually as you're getting older. Interesting. But you brought up an interesting point. He ate raw eggs. Um, and I'm always telling people, at least for the yolk, I mean, I'm, I tend to think that the, the egg white is better to eat cooked, but mm. the egg yolk is better, is best to be eaten runny. Yeah. Yes. That's, that was his, you know, he would kind of lightly cook. Sometimes he would throw it into a yogurt, cottage cheese, there was, I remember a whole kind of diet around it. You can also get it from meats. You can get it from certain beans. Um, soy has a high, I mean, we can talk about soy a little here because. Let's, because this is soy a It's yeah. a flashpoint. This is. And so a lot of people will say, oh, I, I really want to try PC, but it's derived from soy lecithin. It is. There's the soy protein is the component of soy that is allergenic and estrogenic. And so in the process that we make body bio PC, the soy protein is actually removed. So mm. the final test that we do on the batches, which we do obviously both in-house and through independent labs, third-party tested is to check for those soy proteins just to make sure. The soy protein is actually also the part that carries the um, genetically modified status. And so when you remove that, you end up with completely non-GMO as well. So even if you're using, and I don't know what you use, but let's say you were using GMO soy. It would be removed. It would be then really, yeah. that's really interesting. Through our process, I can't speak to other companies' processes. Right. So all the protein's gone and all you're really left with is the that that oil that you want. Yeah. So I always say proceed with caution if you say you have a, a soy allergy, you mm-hmm. know, it's specific IgG allergy, but- and speak with your doctor as always before starting any supplementation. But uh, I think all of us are are quite intolerant of the type of soy that has the ability to affect our our allergies or our our you know hormones. Mm-hmm. And so this this process removes it, which is obviously very critically important. That's really interesting. And so okay, so then if someone are there. Are there specific physical conditions and ailments that that are particularly associated with um, poor phospholipid concentration in the body? Yeah, I mean, there's antiphospholipid syndrome. Pardon? Um, there's antiphospholipid syndrome. That's where you like the phospholipids are literally attacked by your immune system. That's an immune condition. That's a little bit extreme. But then there's other ways that your phospholipid content is decreased. So age. Physical okay. trauma, brain injury, CTE, you know, TBIs, things like that, actual injuries, chemical and environmental toxins can affect it, um, viruses, so different types of viruses, infections, pathogen, um, what else? I'm trying to think of some others. The pathogens will actually definitely decrease the amount of PC, and that can okay. be quite interesting. So these are all things that can kind of cause this idea of leaky cells. Okay. And so how, so is that showing up as, so obviously it's, I mean, TBI is obvious where, but even someone who's got something, who's experienced something as amorphous as let's say brain fog uh, for any number of reasons. And particularly, I mean, you know, even talking about women who are going through menopause, let's say, yeah, and, and experiencing brain fog and that would have a bunch of, there would be a bunch of reasons for that. There's hormonal reasons, of course, and, and, and a whole series of, of um, cascades coming from the loss of certain hormones. But would it be safe to say that by the time you're going through menopause, you're at that age where you're becoming deficient in phospholipids anyway? So could this be the, a really good time to start to think about restoring your, your phospholipid reserves, as it were? Yeah, absolutely. I hear from women all the time. This is the only thing that helped me from menopausal brain fog. 
I hear from people, people will just say, they'll reach out to me and say, what should I take? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sick. I just don't feel great. I, what should I take? My answer is always the same. PC, balance oil, butyrate, tutka. And always within like a few days and then within a month, it's like, what did you put me on? Why do I feel that brain fog lifted? Why do I feel more energy? Like I'm going to the bathroom more regularly. I can, I I just have so much more, my blood sugar is better regulated. Like they, they're functioning at a higher level. And these things really do, do have that type of impact. But I see all the time, specifically for women and specifically for menopausal women, this lifted my menopausal brain fog. Wow. And so yeah. you, you, did you say three things or four things there? You said the phospho, the PC, the really like, and the Tudka. What was the fourth one? I didn't, I didn't catch it. Balance oil. And that's a little bit of a contentious one because that's the one that's, that's um yeah. So it's safflower and sunflower oil. And um, people like to come at this one, but I'll, I'll maintain the importance of it, especially as, as uh, body bio continues to grow, I will fight the good fight that is, Poofas are not the enemy. It's it's the form. It's the it's whether it's oxidized or not. And none of these things are going to work. You can take PC balance oil. I mean, you can skip balance oil if you want. You can take PC butyrate and tudka. If you're eating fried foods every day, none of it's going to make a difference. Yeah. So there always has to be that dietary change. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will I will fight the the omega six fight. It is critically important for our cellular function, and it is incredibly important for cardiolipin production within the mitochondria. Well, and we can't function. We can't live without omega six. No, like we literally cannot survive in the absence of omega six fatty. You acids. will demyelinate if you remove it that much from your diet. Yeah. You know, if you go so far as to avoid all seeds, all eggs, anything that has it, you will begin to demyelinate. And we see that on, on people's red blood cell fatty acid tests that we run. We still run those through Kennedy Krieger at Johns Hopkins. Um, and doctors like Bruce Hoffman have been using them for years to see that, you know, people have this myopic view on vegetable oils. And if they see those names, sunflower, they just think avoid, avoid, avoid. It's the same thing as canola oil. And it's not. There is unadulterated omega-6s out there that are really, really important for your cellular function and for the the shape, the fluidity of your cell membrane. They're critically important. And what we see are people taking the lower level essential fatty acids of DHA and EPA, and then their ratio is completely out of whack and their cellular functioning is completely out of whack. And they're actually demyelinating at that point. Hey guys, the holidays are long behind us, but if you're like anything like me, You are doing everything you can just to get through the rest of this winter season comfortably and without getting sick. In this chilly and dark season, I turn to my secret weapon for staying strong, and that is Berkeley Life. So nitric oxide is really well known for its cardiovascular support. But did you know that it's also an unsung hero that helps support your immune system? Nitric oxide plays an active role in in supporting the mucosal layer in your gut your body's first line of defense to intrusion. So elevate your seasonal defense strategy with Berkeley Life's nitric oxide foundation formula, my go-to first line of support for both myself and many of my clients and my whole family. Join me in embracing a proactive approach to well-being. Head over to berkeleylife.com and use code NIDDBL at checkout for 10% off your first order and to qualify for free shipping. And now let's get back to the episode. All right. So we brought up the evil seed oils. That's so, well, because it's become, again, this has become such a big topic in in this space. And whether we want to call it the health optimization space or the biohacking space, like seed oils are literally becoming vilified. So let's go, let's move off the topic of PC for a minute and talk about the, you know, what makes the safflower and sunflower oil that you recommend for people different from what we know is being used in restaurants and like there are bad players that have the exact same names. So what makes them different? What makes yours special and how, how is it different than the one's rancid? One's not one's a big deal. (laughs) That's it. If you put these things in a bright 
clear bottle and stick them under supermarket lights and fluorescent lighting. And then you heat them to exorbitant temperatures to fry French fries and chicken fingers. You are destroying all the bonds within these oils and you are turning them into oxidized, rancid oils that when consumed will absolutely cause a cascade of inflammation and many problems. They build up very bad um, long chain fats within your your blood cells. And so these things can build all these abnormal proteins and lipids and, and you don't want to go down that. So we always caution that people remove those types of things from their diet. But it's not as easy to say like, well, then only use avocado oil or olive oil. Olive oil, most of the olive oil in the world is cut with vegetable oil at this point. So that's a whole separate issue. Yeah. Um, but what's really critically important are what's called bioactive lipids. And these are like living, breathing polyunsaturated fats. Polyunsaturated fats are moving. And so they're very susceptible to oxidation. And so we are so careful with how we treat. We, we manufacture and bottle balance oil in-house and it's cold pressed. It is organic. It is all solvent free. Most of the extraction methods for the rancid stuff is using solvents and massive heat extraction. Most fish oil is extracted using either solvents or high heat. Yeah. And so it, it oxidizes and it just destroys the actual oil and it turns it into something that's incredibly toxic. And so there's a lot of research looking at that, but it's a very myopic approach to it because true biochemists also understand the nature of the fatty acid pathway and that incredible cascade of things that happen from ALA and linoleic acid. So alpha linolenic acid, omega-3, the downstream metabolites are DHA, EPA, and then you've got uh, linoleic downstream metabolite gamma, gamma, so being evening primrose. People mm -hmm. don't have a crazy approach to evening primrose oil because most of it's treated really carefully, mm -hmm. but that same GLA comes from that pathway. And so there's a whole host of these amazing biochemical reactions that happen from these two things and we must consume them they are not present in the body they're not biological substrates and so we have to have them for cellular and mitochondrial functioning but what you don't want are the oxidized and so part of the body bio way the protocol it's a modified ketogenic diet that does avoid all vegetable oils but supplements with really healthy uh, bioactive lipids in balance oil. And we utilize those. We never heat them, but we utilize them on top of foods or in, you know, once you've cooked your potatoes, you can mix it in. I use it in salad dressings. I use it in every smoothie I ever make. Mm -hmm. um, my kids actually just literally chew on the caps and then spit the caps out. They love it. That's and even my dogs take it. Their coats are beautiful because it's such a key component to, to skin and hair health. So what's your point of view on fish oil? I think like we manufacture fish oil that is a great quality fish oil. Our stance is you're better off getting it from foods. It's more bioavailable and the best source of fish oil is caviar. And the best, the reason for that is caviar also has the anti-inflammatory specialized pro-resolving mediators. You yeah. can get synthetic forms of SPMs from various different companies that manufacture those, but the real source of SPMs comes from breast milk or caviar. And I'm not encouraging people out there to go eat breast milk. So caviar is a great source, salmon roe, fish, eggs, but then you're also dealing with heavy metal issues. So I will say um, a little bit of a hint here is that we did find a way to extract SPMs from whole food caviar. So a whole food sourced phospholipid based EPA, DHA with SPMs. And we're going to be coming out with that probably in, I think about March. Really? Yeah. Oh, super. So cool. that'll be a great supplement for anti-inflammatory conditions for skin health, for um, prenatal. Um, I was going to say prenatal, this would be like yeah. building a better baby brain. Exactly. Yeah. Especially in that third trimester. So we always tell moms to be on PC and balance oil during pregnancy, especially also preconception, just mm -hmm. to work on that cellular detoxification. But then this fish oil is great to add in to the third trimester. So this will take over the current fish oil that we, we make because oh, so it's got that phospholipid DHA EPA. So it's wow. even more bioavailable in the body. 
So you're going to replace the current one that you have with this new one. Yeah. Amazing. And so from a, so aside from, from um, preconception and, and maternal use, then we're moving into also like anti-inflammatory conditions, brain, joint health, joint health. Yeah, absolutely. So it'll have phospholipid DHA for brain and um, it'll have just highly potent anti-inflammatory properties because of the SPMs which is really you know what's interesting is that I feel like in a lot of the research, fish oil often falls short. Yes. Right. It yes. like it, and, and I think people keep going back to it because it's kind of like the only thing we've got. It's the only game in town. It's, it's the closest thing to what we think. And I actually, a few years ago was working with um, a company that was getting their ascent EFAs from seals. And mm. they make the argument that, as mammals, those essential fatty acids you get from seal blubber are much more bioavailable and usable by our bodies. I wonder if it's phospholipid or if it's like a triglyceride form. It's triglyceride. I'm pretty sure it's triglyceride, but you know what? I can introduce you to the guy. He's a very interesting person. The challenge with seal oil, of course, is it's a very charged political issue. And um, But I will say that his product really has incredibly visible um, impact on kids with autism. Interesting. Which is, which is, um, it's a, you know, it's a project of his because he himself is very open about the fact that he's on the spectrum. So um, anyway, that not to plug somebody else's product on the podcast at all, but just, but it's about, it's more about the discussion of how problematic this conversation around fish oil is, right? It is. Because, so often it's like on paper, it should do this, 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 and this. And yet so often it just, it it kind of, it's one of those things that just kind of goes, no, it didn't exactly do that. Or maybe it did a little bit, but not enough. And so interesting to see delivered as a phospholipid with the SPMs, like in a whole different iteration, how that will produce most, I would imagine, very different outcomes for people. Yeah. And I think it's also not, it's not going to be a, a PC or balance oil. That's not something that you're taking every day. It's something that you take for a month, you take a month off. Um, and that's how we feel it. Like they're lower level ancillary essential fatty acids. So mm-hmm. it depends on if you're dealing with something specific like psoriasis or a skin condition or joint health. But in general, we would always say, start with PC balance oil, start with those mother essential fatty acids, start with the removal of the rancid fats from your diet, and then add in on occasion, the fish oil as well. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some of these skin conditions, because they can be really like eczema, psoriasis, like these are very, they're really tough to deal with, because you'll say to someone, oh, you got to heal your gut, you got to, you know, one of them is autoimmune, but the other one is very much related to gut. But at the end of the day, I think that the oils and those and those lipids are critical to helping the skin to heal or the body to heal. Are you seeing, have you seen people using the PC oil and the balance oil? Have you seen it really move the needle and are they only using it internally? Is there an argument for topical use? Like, let's talk about this a little bit because it's, you know, we, we can talk about MCAS, which is really interesting, but doesn't, and is, and is a vexing product it, it, uh, problem. It's hard yeah. for people to address, but these skin issues are, they don't get the attention because they're not as serious on paper, but they are debilitating to people. Yeah, they are. And we've seen, I mean, people who are, let's, I mean, if you think about it this way, your skin is your largest organ. Your organ is made up of cells. Those cells need phospholipids and essential fatty acids. And so you see it, whether it's an autoimmune or whether it is acne, so whether it's hormonally driven, you see PC helping. And so it's, I think it's something that needs to to definitely be looked at much more and, and understood these healthy fats and oils for skin are critically important. It's a part of that foundational protocol that should be a part of any healing, any of those things. So it's not just about the gut. It's also about that nourishing of the bioactive lipids and phospholipids. And that's a really critical part that, that people often are missing and even practitioners are missing. Yeah. So it's something that we think is as people start taking the products, maybe they come to us for something else, but they also then note that it's helping all these different things. 
Interesting. Let's move on to the fattiest organ of the body. And I'm not talking about anybody's belly right now. I'm talking about the brain, the brain and the nervous system. And, you know, we've been talking about the cells. We've been getting down to the cellular level, which of course is critical. But if there's, if there's an organ in the body that is, that hangs its hat and can only be healthy if we get our fats and our oils right, it's that it's the brain and the, and the wrapping around our entire, all, every nerve in our system. So what's the, I mean, clearly these, this is a component of nutrition that is going to be critical for cognition. And you mentioned earlier, you know, for someone who's got a TBI, for example, replace like going heavy on these, on these nutritional components is going to be critical to helping the brain to heal. I mean, sitting in a dark room is great, but it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't embody the materials it needs to repair the damage. Everyone that gets a concussion ends up in physical therapy. And I'm like, well, what are you taking to replace that pool of, of phospholipids? And, and that's such a critical part of your brain. So your brain is predominantly fats and oils. Mm-hmm. And so we need to, to protect it. And there are some doctors that do some great work with, with people with TBIs, but that starts with getting those, those fats back in there and getting those oils back into the to the brain to where it was damaged. So there's some really uh, great studies and great research that's being done about this. Um, and I think there's a lot of exciting things happening. It, it, we're torn as a supplement company on like getting into that too, because you want to do that type of research, but then you're also entering into the world of drugs and it makes it very difficult. Um, mm-hmm. But I think there's some really interesting thing. I mean, PC, phosphatidylcholine in, in specific makes up 50% of the, membrane lipid concentration of the the axons within your brain. So it's incredibly important. It prevents neuronal death induced by amyloid plaques. Um, The control of cellular PC may prevent development of different forms of neurodegeneration. So it's critically important to brain health, especially as we age and especially as you're not able to synthesize those phospholipids from foods. Is there something that happens in a TBI that actually depletes the phospholipids in the brain? Do they get yeah, burned up by the actual impact of the injury? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you have, so not only do you need them to heal, but you sustain a loss of resources that needs to be replaced. Exactly. And I think so often that's not part of it. What are your thoughts on the mental health crisis that is sweeping through the world right now? Like, I mean, it, you can't, you literally can't throw a Kleenex, <laughs> which doesn't go anywhere without hitting someone who's, either themselves or is related to someone who's dealing with some kind of mental health issue right now. What are your thoughts on, like, I, to me, it seems like a no brainer, but <laughs> have you seen, have you seen or heard anecdotally through the clinicians that you work with or patients that reach out to you guys? Like, have you seen it yeah. move the needle there for people? Definitely. Especially for, for conditions like schizophrenia, uh, lipid replacement therapy is using being used for all sorts of disorders. Um, I think that there's there's so much research in different areas. It feels like some things are so separated. Um, it's something extremely important uh, to myself. My father committed suicide when I was 18 years old. So we are looking to get more into this research because it's it's something that I feel very very passionate about, and I feel that. In so many cases, the nutritional status is off. The balance is off. The gut is off. Mm -hmm. The cellular health is always off. And whether there were specific insults, whether there were epigenetic insults that occurred that are manifesting in, uh, you know, different psychiatric disorders or manifesting into things like depression, I think needs to be evaluated. And there is anecdotal data there and there is a lot of research about it helping. So I, I think that it's something I'd like to look into more. Um, mm-hmm. On my husband's side, his father passed of Parkinson's. So he feels very strongly about neurodegenerative diseases and supporting these causes. So both of us are very passionate about giving back to research. We we participate in a lot of research through our products, which is very exciting. Um, and we'd like to do more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'll bet. Um, we brought up something um, a minute ago offline about nootropics. And you were talking about a couple of compounds that people use 
pretty consistently in this the biohacking space for brain benefits. And one of them was alpha GPC, and I can't remember what the other one was, but these are these are kind of it's almost like they're analogs for for the for things like PC oil or and do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like you were saying, yeah, all you got to do is take PC oil. It is a nootropic. <laughs> like I, it's, it's bypasses the whole process that citicoline has to go through in order to actually create PC in the body or and acetylcholine. So when there's ample levels of phosphatidylcholine, acetylcholine production will increase. So will choline production. It will lend itself to choline production in the body when it's needed. And therefore you will have increased rates of acetylcholine as well. Uh, which we all know about for, for the brain health benefits, but it's, you know, it's always so interesting to me that like certain things will get picked up because a, a company will manufacture an ingredient. They'll do some studies that are quite biased. Then they'll use those studies to push the actual product. And I think alpha GPC is one of those. So glycerophosphatidylcholine is not a phospholipid. It's it's a precursor and it can actually worsen certain health conditions and neurodegenerative issues. We feel very strongly that it should not be used. And it has to go through a whole process in the liver in order to actually increase phosphatidylcholine levels. So what? why not just take phosphatidylcholine? It's like, mm-hmm. it's not rocket science. It doesn't yeah. have to be that complicated. It's just not one of the ones that kind of has caught on as one of these nootropics. It's just not sexy. Yeah. It's not <laughs> sexy. It's phosphatidylcholine is not sexy. No, alpha GPC not. sounds much sexier. It totally does, right? It sounds like kind of alpha GPC, like it's got this kind of superhero status. Whereas, you know, PCRL or phosphatidylcholine, it's just not. It's very biochemical. It's very exactly. It's it's very much like a we think we might think of it as a component, but ultimately, if you give the right component to your body, it's going to know what to do with it. And naturally, although you're giving them, you're giving your body the finish, the end product, instead of asking it to make something. Exactly. It's a biological substrate. It's it's part of our body. So in that respect, it's not really that sexy in that way. It's just not cool. It's not cool, but it's so important. <laughs> I'm going to make it cool. You are going to make that it. That is my job. I, I got you. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm going to make, make it the cool kid. You deliver, you provide these products, the, particularly the PC oil. Maybe help me explain. Like you have capsules and then you have you have the actual oil. And definitely with the oil, I know that I've, I've used it for a bit because I too came up positive on a mycotoxin test last summer. Definitely there were, there are people I've spoken to who are like, yeah, you got to be careful with the PC oil. Like don't throw it in your Vitamix and blast the daylights out of it. Is that, is that, is that true? Or is that maybe? Yeah. So, so you can, you can mix it. The, the reason they say be careful is because you don't want to mix it with anything that you don't want getting into your cell membrane. So don't mix it with uh, anything unnatural or stevia or, um, but I, I mix it with like a very clean protein powder often. Um, I like to take my PC with protein uh, just to help with bioavailability and, and synthesis in the body. Um, mm-hmm. But I, you know, you don't want to mix it with like, you'll have a, a mother giving it to their child who is autistic, who may have to mix it with certain flavors. And so in that respect, we'll usually tell them like, shake it up as opposed to like blend it. You'll see when you blend PC with water, it turns into this like milky gel. And mm-hmm. that is a true liposome right there. Mm-hmm. That is what's going to bypass the, the whole GI system into the bloodstream for cellular delivery. And so that is really what the difference is between ours and other companies. When you mix other companies PC, you'll see that it breaks down into kind of brown goo. Like and yeah. Water. Yeah. And that will is actually breaking down in digestion into choline and triglycerides. So unfortunately it's allowed to be labeled as phosphatidylcholine, but it's not. And unfortunately that's also most of the phosphatidylcholine that's out there. Okay. So, but, but the question I was asking is mechanistically, you don't want to blast it in the Vitamix because it, is it going to damage it in some way no, or no, it's, it not, won't. You can't. it's just about what you mix with it. You can blast it in a Vitamix. Absolutely. Okay. No, I mean, I would mix it with a protein, like you, like for, with a good quality whey, whey protein, or even a beef isolate protein shake. Like I, it doesn't matter. Like those are the two things I'll use. I tend to not be a big. Same. Uh, vegetable protein protein shake person because i find they make no me neither bad and they never taste good i don't care what no and yeah no, no i like to stick with beef in the way 
Yeah. So we're on the same page there. Um, okay, cool. So for mental health, yes, for brain, for shoring up our defenses, and it's never going to be, the, it's, it's not, you know, I think one of the things as humans, we want to find the thing, mm. right? So, and, and I think that this thing is pretty close to the thing, but it's still just, it's a very powerful piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Like it's just a very, it's, I think it's one of those pieces of the puzzle that you kind of can't hack your way around. You can't, you can't, you can't avoid this one. Like this is so foundational to what your body needs at a very, that basic level that allows your body to do what it does that we can't do kind of yeah. thing. Um, that this is one of those, it's, it's like getting out in, in, in natural light or getting your feet in the ground or, you know, getting in nature, get on, getting off your screens, like all those things. These are so foundational that you kind of can't hack, you can't really hack your way around it. No, you can't. And it, to me, it's part of that, that foundation of nourishing clean diet. It's part of the grounding and the sunlight first thing in your eyes and the all of these things that work together, there's not one, one solution. It's all little tools in your toolbox, as everybody says, but it's really the truth of there's not one thing that's going to solve all of our problems. All of our problems are amalgamated from so many different things. And so we have to use all these different things together. It's also not about like taking, you know, 25 different supplements a day. It's, it's really just about coming up with what that foundational approach is for you and for your family and, um, using that moving forward. So, yeah. So this is, this is that, this is one of those foundational pieces. And you would say for, for everybody in the family, everyone from the little to kids to adults, to parents. That's, I think what's so unique about body bio is it's a multi-generational thing. Mm -hmm. This is helping children from before they were born, the mother, It's that child, it's the mother and father, it's the grandparents, it's everyone. So I, I feel very strongly, and I think that's one of the beautiful things about it continuing to be a family business and a multi-generational family business is that that is also, you know, such a part of who we are. And so our, you know, our whole mission is to improve the lives of everyone one, one cell at a time and help people to think about something that's so esoteric and bring it more to the forefront. So we're talking about it more. Okay. Well, I love this. I've lo- I've been wanting to have this conversation for so long, so I'm so glad that we finally did. Um, is there anything else we, you wanted to explore here? Like, is, did we leave anything out that you think people need to know about, or is this I just, I don't think so. I think it's a mouthful for people who are first encountering phospholipids to probably understand their importance. So I think we're good. Okay. Well, I want to thank you so much, Jess, for taking the time to be here today and for continuing in a family business. That's really kind of, you know, it's so rooted in passion and in wanting to make the world a better place and help people to be healthier. So thank you for all that you do. Thank you very much. And before we go, I would be remiss if I didn't t- ask you to let people know where they can find you. Find out more. Really, Always at really Body not, Bio. not going to ask me. I mean, really, how could I possibly end a podcast without that information? <laughs> um, at Body Bio. Bodybio.com, all of our social handles. We are very hands-on. So if you DM us on Instagram, most of the time I will be in there responding. We have a wonderful Facebook community of about 6,000 people now just talking about the different uses and how they use it and who they're using it and advice. And it's a really beautiful community, which is great. Um, but bodybio.com in the US, bodybio.co.uk for international. And yeah. And Canada too is bodybio.com, right? Bodybio.com. We ship to Canada. We do. We're also on uh, Amazon Canada, which then you avoid the import duties and taxes. So that's okay. really great. We just are having a hard time keeping, we have our NPNs, but we're having a hard time keeping stock of it because it sells out so quickly. No kidding. And of course, we should tell people that if they decide that they're going to jump in and get themselves some of these amazing products, you can just you go to bodybio.com and enter code Natalie. And that's Natalie with an H. So N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E. And that will give you 15% off your first purchase. So thank you so much for making that happen, Jess. And I'm looking forward to when we get to chat again. Thank you.
Hey guys, before we wrap up today's episode, I want to thank everyone who has left a five-star rating and a review for the podcast. If you haven't yet left a rating and review and you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you did. Each and every one truly helps the overall growth and success of the podcast, which allows me to continue to bring you more episodes and helps me to help more people to optimize their health and longevity. All you have to do if you're on Apple or on Spotify is open up Apple Podcasts or Spotify and take two seconds to click your rating and leave even just a one word review. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning into today's episode. If you have any questions about the episode or any questions you would like me to answer on the podcast, always feel free to reach out on Instagram at Natalie Nidham. I wish you all the best this week in biohacking your superhuman performance. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to leave us a five-star review on iTunes because that's what helps us to be heard and to be seen. If you'd like to connect with me directly, or if you'd like to leave any comments, or if you have any questions about this episode, please reach out to me directly through my website, natnidham.com. And of course, if you're not already a member of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Community on Facebook, that's where you'll find me every day. It's a short application. Just answer a couple of questions and you're in and interfacing with other amazing biohackers. Thanks again, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode.